that you are. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the to the prayer experience. Right, let me know you can hear me loud and clear. It is exciting to be here with you and I want to thank God for his mercies today. Please share this video. Let's get family and friends praying on the prayer experience today. And remember you can leave a comment, you can share your prayers or your testimonies. Also, and praise report testimonies okay all right remember we've got the prayer experience hotline please save this number give it to a friend or a loved one let's get more people you know let's you have access to a team of people who will be ready to stand with you in prayer and remember you can join the prayer experience community via the whatsapp page or even on facebook yes you're free to do that. And remember, you can go onto the Prayer Experience website where you've got access to resources, materials, videos, and blogs as well that would encourage you. So we have opportunities, you know, to we have access and opportunities for the, to the Word of God, and we can never run short of the Word. Now let's do this. Let's let's come before His presence in a state of thanksgiving. And I want to use this scripture in Psalm 118, verse one, which says, Psalm 118, verse one. Okay, they all give thanks unto the Lord, say for He is good because His mercies endure forever. You see, it reminds me of the story of King Jehoshaphat when he was faced with a battle. He was faced with opposition, and you know, and they prayed and they fasted, they waited on God, and God spoke to them, and God gave them a battle strategy. Guess what a battle strategy was? To put singers before, at the very forefront of the battle. See, you can never outdo God with your praise because he's good and he's always wanting to show himself. He's, he's always wanting to showcase himself on your behalf. But you know what? Our responsibility is that we come before him with praise, with a grateful heart, because he's good. He's a benevolent God. He's a God who is merciful. He ever wants to give us, you know, show us his mercy. His mercies, you know, are endless to generation. And even in our lives, we see the mercies of God. I want us to thank God today. You see, Thank God in, in a way that is relevant to you. Thank God in a way that is personal to your circumstances. If he's a, if it's your healer, thank God for he's our healer. So let's do that together. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, because we experience every day, we experience your mercies. Every day we experience your goodness. Every day we see you show us the manifold greatness of your power. So we want to thank you because you are good. You are good to us. You show us healing. You give us healing in our bodies. You show us your mercies every day. You provide every need. You rescue us. You are you are our battle strategy, our worship. You give us a weapon, Lord, to take the day and to stand our ground. We want to worship you for all that you you do and all that you have done for us. Lord, without you, we are nothing. Without you, we are empty. Without you, we are defeated. But with you, we've got the victory. And so we want to thank you. We want to worship you and say, thank you, Lord, for your mercies are ever new every morning. Your mercies outlast or they outlive us. So we want to thank you, Father, because we serve a wonderful God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
right? I want to share something with us briefly in the inspired wording. And look at the scripture in Acts 20, verse 24. It says, but my life, this is Paul the Apostle saying, speaking here, so, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. Okay, just give me one minute there. Thank you. Okay, I said, I use it. My life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned to me by the Lord Jesus. So the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Paul says his life is all about pleasing God. And there's that scripture in John chapter 4, verse 34. I've got it down there where Jesus said, John chapter 4, verse 34, the, the, the next one down. It said, it said my, my meat, my food, my life, everything about me is about the plan of God. I said, everything about me is about fulfilling what God has assigned for me. So Jesus leaped out his life, fulfilling the plan of the Father. Paul lived out his life, fulfilling the plan of the Father. You see, but you know one thing about the plan of God in John chapter 17, verse 4, it says, I have glorified you. Jesus speaking to God or praying to God, say, I have glorified you down on earth, down here on earth, by completing the work that you gave me to do. I say, Jesus said, your plan is my life, not my plans, not my ambitions, not my five-year plan, not my goal. My everyday, I wake up thinking about your plan. I wake up meditating on your plan. And then he said, it came to a point where, where he said, I have glorified you by finishing the work that you have assigned to, to me. And Paul said, my life is nothing unless I finish the work you have assigned to me. What does that mean to us? That means to us that our will, our plans are not even the best of plans. So we better swap it for God's plans. But also God's plans require that we fulfill it. God's plan require that we live out our life chasing, following, fulfilling, accomplishing everything that he has assigned for us to do. And two things I'll just highlight here for us, and then we'll go into a time of reflection and prayers. So the first thing is you only get that plan when you seek him, okay? Well, we know you go to the manufacturer, you, you go to the author of life and you get the plan, you get the details of the plan. It may not be the entirety of it, but you get the instructions by the day. But Jesus speaking, I say, I have glorified you. So for God to be glorified in our lives is when we obey him and do his will to fulfill the plan. So Every day, God is giving us instructions. Every day, he's directing us. Every day, it's our responsibility to obey him. It's our responsibility to live according to what he's wanting us to do. The will of the Father, Jesus prayed. So Jesus taught the disciples, said, pray this, that the will of God be done on earth as it's done in heaven. I say, so for us to bring glory to the Father, is for us to obey his instructions, for us to dedicate and commit our life, consecrate. You know, when somebody is consecrated, you know, they don't have another life, they don't have another option. Everything they live for. See, sometimes we think we live for our nine to five job. 
Sometimes we think we live for our children. Sometimes we think we live for our ministries. Sometimes we think that we live for the things and the plans and the and the houses and the lands we want to acquire and the and the places we want to go. All of that is secondary to the plan of God. The plan of God is ultimate. The plan of God is where your nourishment comes from. The plan of God is where your security is. The plan of God is where your supply to nourish somebody is to fully equip that person, to, to be fully supplied. One, one translation says to be amply supplied. So that's, that's in the place where we where we're we're leaving out the plan of God for our lives. And you, you you can only go back to the word to get the plan. So I want us to use this moment and just reflect and say, Father, one, we want to consecrate ourselves to you all over again. We can never get tired of doing it. Come on, let's pray this prayer together. Father, we can never get tired of consecrating our lives for your plan, for your will, for the things you are instructing us, the things you are directing us, the things you are speaking to us in our spirits. As we spend time seeking you, as we spend time in the word, understanding your will, understanding your plan, and understanding where we fit in the scheme of things, the grand scheme of things, understanding our place and doing it if it means you know coming on the prayer experience and giving my time to pray every day lord i commit myself to do it if it's serving in my local church i dedicate my life to doing that if it's speaking your word in in any any platform and any opportunity that you give to me if it's standing in a place of intercession i commit myself to your plan that at the end of the day i can say lord be glorified in my life because i have obeyed your instruction i have not i have not selected the instructions to obey i have not hand cherry picked the favorable ones and the ones that aren't favorable I have not handpicked lord the ones that are convenient and the ones that are not i have not chosen lord but i have decided to leave for you so here i am lord take my life and do something with it in the name of jesus thank you father in jesus name we pray amen i i, I want to you know, I apologize for the time we've taken to, to kickstart, but so the little time we get to spend, we're going to make that worthwhile, okay? Right. I want us to pray for the church, but specifically, I want us to pray for the church, the body of Christ in Ukraine. So today we're going to be praying for the nation of Ukraine, but we'll also pray for the body of Christ in Ukraine. Now, if you know about Ukraine and the bordering nation, Russia, you will realize that a portion of Ukraine, I, I believe it's the eastern borders of, of Ukraine that, that borders with, 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 with Russia, they, they, they undergo huge persecution especially the church there isn't that freedom that you and i you know we enjoy in this part of the world or in the parts of the world where you are so you would think that you have been persecuted but there are places that are heavily persecuted especially the body of christ but we want to pray into that today 
and using the scripture in Acts chapter 4, verse 20. And I want to say, Lord, and now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. So, you know, the enemy, the plan of the enemy is to is to is to stifle the gospel is to is to drain every every strength and confidence that the people of God would have in the nation of Ukraine but we want to pray for strength we want to pray first of all pray for peace that in that region the peace of God that, that passes all understanding the peace of God that brings a calmness over the nation but it comes from the body of Christ we're going to pray that for the church and then we're going to pray for a freedom in the spirit of freedom to worship God as they ought to so we're going to pray that I'm going to pray for boldness that they may continue to speak the word to serve God to worship him with all freedom and with boldness so let's pray this for our brothers and our sisters in Ukraine Father, we lift up the body of Christ in Ukraine. We thank you, Lord, because your plans can never be hacked. So the enemy, the enemy thinks that he can, he can, you know, he can kill the plan of God. He tried it before when when he tried to kill Jesus. I said, but you always outsmart the enemy because you are God. Lord, we thank you for the body. Of Christ in Ukraine. We want to pray the peace of God into the hearts of your people. We want to pray that God over the government, over the, 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 the rule and the regulations over Ukraine, it will favor the worship of God. It will favor the household of faith in Ukraine. We want to lift up our brothers and our sisters and say, Lord, that with boldness they will, they will continue to speak your word. With boldness they will continue to declare your goodness in that land. That Lord, through that land, made through, that, through your church in Ukraine, many will come to know you. And your people will go from strength to strength in any way that the enemy threatens them. Oh God, threatens their life, threatens their, their livelihood. In any way, the enemy disturbs the peace of the people, Lord. Father, we, we want to stand against it and we want to speak for the word of God into the body of Christ in Ukraine. We want to speak for strength and speak for, Lord, the freedom to worship in any way that it needs to be manifested we speak for that freedom in the name of jesus we call on divine assistance from heaven for the people of ukraine divine help divine rescue divine deliverance where angels begin to attend to god's people in the land of ukraine thank you father lord we pray that in the name of jesus amen amen i want us to go on and pray for the nation of ukraine as a whole and we know the tension going on <laughs> but listen to this in isaiah chapter 45 verse 22 it said 
return to me and be saved. God calls out to all men and all women, especially in the land of Ukraine. I say, all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. I say, help does not come from any other. Help does not come from any other nation or any other coalition government to come and rescue man. I say, there is an extent that the help of man can, 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 can function, but we are calling on the divine help. We're calling on God. I say in 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 say in me is, is deliverance, in me is rescue, in me is salvation. I say, but the people need to turn to God. So we're gonna pray that that this will be an opportunity for the land, for the people to turn to God. God, that they will begin to seek him. You see, we, we, we've read of stories in the Bible where a nation is under threat, but the leaders call the people together and they seek the Lord in sackcloth. They seek the Lord in fasting. They seek him with all their heart. And Father, as, this, as the people of Ukraine seek you with all their hearts, as their hearts and their attention and their focus, turn to you, Lord, show up on their behalf and, and be their God and be their rescue and be their help over the hand of the enemy, over the threat of war. Be their rescue, be their battle cry in the name of Jesus, like King Jehoshaphat, who was faced, surrounded by the enemy. Not just one, but surrounded by a collision of enemies. But God, as he sought you, you gave him a strategy for the battle. So we pray that as the people of Ukraine seek you, as their hearts begin to turn to you, Lord, will you step in and in you they will find salvation for their souls, but salvation for their lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you, precious Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want us to pray for healing as we as we tie this up today. And I want to I want our focus to be on the great physician, the great physician. Let's look at that scripture. A scripture in Matthew chapter 9, verse 12. But when Jesus heard it, he replied, Those who are strong and well, healthy, have no need of a physician, but those who are weak and sick. You see what Jesus did here. He, I know he was referring to the to the spiritual, you know, the spiritual health of the people, but I believe he also refers to the physical health of the people. So he positioned himself as the great physician. And in, in, in Exodus, God did the same thing. He said that I am the Lord that heals you. He said, I am the great physician. He said, give me a call out. I'll come to you. I am the great physician and I am here to heal you. We're going to pray for our brothers and our sisters, for anyone who's standing today and believing God, releasing their faith for healing. We're going to pray and cry out for the great physician. You see, Jesus spoke to that woman and said, is that, is that healing is the children's bread in, in, in reference to that, that story, in inference to that story. Say healing is the children's bread, meaning that 
healing is ours and he's our great physician so we're going to thank him for being our great physician and let's do that together father we thank you for being our great physician you said you are our healer and there is no other one there is no other help there is a bomb <laughs> in gear there is help there is rescue there's healing for our bodies so we thank you father because every time we call out to you you answer and so we stand in the place of intercession for our brothers and our sisters in need for healing physical healing mental healing even spiritual healing, whatever may be the issue, Lord, we come to you on the basis of your word that you are the great physician. Will you heal your people? Let that healing power be manifested in their lives as it is released by the spoken words. We pray that healing will be directed to us then. We pray for strength that they would receive it in their bodies and they would, they would rise up from the bed and be made whole and be strengthened in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's, let's thank him together. Thank you, Father, because you are our healer. Thank you, you are our rescue. Thank you, Lord, because you are our, our provision. You are our salvation. You are our peace. And so we thank you, Lord, because every time we call on you and, and, and we mention your attributes and mention your name and, and remember the things that you have done, you always show up. So we thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen. We thank you all for praying with us today. Thank you for being there for you know everyone from all over the world. That you've, you've called in from Pakistan and India and from Canada and Australia and the Philippines. We want to thank you for being there all the time. God bless you and I believe God will richly, richly supply your every need in the name of Jesus. And remember to subscribe to the audio podcast. And remember, we've got the word experience out now. So it's available every morning, Monday to Fridays. That's available on the Daily Talks channel, channel as well. Also remember, we've got the um, the, the so, yeah, subscribe to Daily Talks Media. Apologies for that. And also remember, okay, remember the prayer experience. We are back online tomorrow, Tuesday, at 1 p.m. Now go have a beautiful day and God bless you. Amen.
join them proud.